begin this tale in the city of Grelkin. We are going to meet one of our current players who will be playing Vargan, the fighter. So James, why don't you give us a brief description of Vargan? So Vargan is a half-orc. He is roughly about 6'8", 6'9". Very swole is the goal, size is the prize. Uh, a bit of a himbo, if you will. He has kind of darker, kind of hunter hunter green skin with intricately braided hair and tusks that have what appear to be designs on them and tusks mm-hmm. okay little like uh little like under I, I kind of imagine him more like a uh shadow run orc okay so uh, are, they, are they like carved um he paints them on every day oh that's cool i like that all right so we are going to get right into it. Could you do me a favor and roll me a strength check? Strength check. All right. 17. 17. Lovely. All right. So you find yourself in the tavern of Grelkin. It's a, it's a little a hole in the wall, if you will. A tavern called the Friendly Mimic. All right. It's a well-known establishment. You've been here a couple times, but you tend to keep your head down. Uh, but you find yourself in an arm wrestling contest with a, a rather large, beefy woman. And you handle her. And as you uh, thrust her arm down onto the table, you just you handle her handily, you might say. And she is now going to offer to buy you a drink. What would you be drinking today? Um, what time is it? Time is it? Um, we'd say it's roughly about midday. I'd probably get like a ale or a mead or something, something light. Okay. The woman goes over to the uh, bartender, comes back, hands you an ale, and she sits down and she goes, uh, "Well, you beat me, fair and square. So, <clears throat> are you in for a job? I hear you're looking for work." There is possibility I might be. Um, it's been a bit since I've had, uh, any kind of legitimate work or anything that really pays well, so, uh, what are you offering? Um, well, we are looking to find somebody who's lost. Ah, actually lost, or are we talking, like, snatch and grab situation? Actually lost. Ah, okay. Hey, look, some people who are into the shadier types of uh, society tend to use uh, double double speak and all of that. You want to roll an insight check on that one? <laughs> I mean, I hadn't planned to, but I will now. Oh, I love it, too. I love that it's a zero. Let's go. Uh, that is a 12. That is a 12. Yeah, no, she seems legit that they are actually looking for somebody who is just lost. Ah, all right. Well, uh, what is this person? Who are they to you? Why did they run away? We're looking for a tabaxi. Oh, God. And okay. he has something that we need. Oh, OK. 
Okay, this is this is starting to sound more like snatch and grab, but okay. Well, we're not looking for him so much as what he's carrying. He has a book, a book that my boss would very much like to get his hands on. All right. So, are you in? So, I'm basically going to beat up this guy to take his book. I mean, if you want to beat him up, you can, or we could just do all sneaky like. Fargan is going to look at himself, sneaking. Yes, that is that is well within my wheelhouse, of course. You make a good point. Okay, so shall we? And they stand up and start walking for the door. Uh, Vargan will drain his uh, his drink and, like, as like chuckling, stand up and follow them. Okay, and as she is walking, you just see her do a hand gesture, like almost like snap her fingers, right? And two other people stand up and start following you out. What do they look like? Um, one of them is well. Oh, sorry. The uh, the woman that you were speaking with before, uh, she's wearing very simple clothes. Um, basically like, you know, tunic, pants, nothing too stylish. Human, yes. Uh, one of them is a half-elf. Yeah, he's wearing robes, and another one is, um, a gnome who is wearing, uh, black leather armor. Okay, so if anything, that is guy we have to worry about. Okay, so you proceed through the city, and you start heading towards the forest. Uh, now... You were mentioning you had an interesting mechanic with your character involving a bag of holding. Would you like to uh, tell us about that? So, the idea that I had is effectively a uh, single-way gateway that uh, my parents have managed to set up where effectively they can send me care packages of food that will appear in my bag of holding uh, whenever they decide to send me one. Uh, is there a way that you know that that has happened? I like the idea of him not knowing, and he just kind of like reaches in the bag to see if something's there and is surprised. But at the same time, him I mean, really it doesn't matter, to be honest. Okay, now I was just curious. All right, so about three hours of travel later. Oh, God. Okay. You find yourselves in the middle of the forest to the north of Grogan. Um, uh, about north northwest ish almost you're you're getting very close to the abandoned castle right okay so i would like you to roll me a perception check please because right. you were told by the uh the gnome that uh, you're getting very close to the quarry i didn't see shit with a nine i don't think <laughs> uh you didn't but the gnome just kind of like you know taps you on your hip and just points out into the the middle distance. You can barely make out a campfire. Okay. How would you like to proceed? So we got a campfire that we can see off in the distance. Uh, homeboy wants me to be sneaky. I'm gonna look over at the guy in the robes and uh, just be like, "What do you do?" <laughs> Magic. I kind of figured, but I mean, what do you do magic-wise? Like, I've seen people who do healing, I've seen people who throw fireballs, I've seen people who just do, like, sleight-of-hand things, people make weapons appear, I mean, what kind of magic you do, my guy? <laughs> so, he, he gets this, uh, just, like, really big smile on his face, and he goes, I do hurty magic. Okay, do you do any kind of, like, 
big magic that's like super I don't know distracting that's the word distracting so he he's gonna look at you and kind of kind of like you know look you up and down because you're a half orc right you know traditionally not a lot of orcs would know about magic so he's he just looked at you goes so what are you thinking so basically the idea that I have here is I need you to make some kind of either large noise, large light, large something that will cause this person to look whatever direction you are. And while they are looking at you and focusing on you, I come in from behind, over the back of the head, knock them out, easy peasy. I like it. Why don't you take our little, uh, our little gnome buddy there with you, just in case you need some backup. I don't remember how tall are gnomes. Uh, gnomes are about between two and three feet tall. Oh, okay, so this dude's like my knee. Got it. Yeah. All right, uh, yeah, I'll take, I'll take, uh... Do, do you have a nickname? Do you have a name? You know what? I'm calling you Short Round. Um... All right, so, uh... All right, so me and Short... It's better than Stubbs. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Um, I wouldn't say that you're Stubby, though. You seem like you're pretty well built for Gnome. Okay, so you and uh, Short Round will call him. Yeah. You can call him SR if you'd like. <laughs> SR, I like that. I like SR. Alright, so are you going to try to go in stealth-like? Are you going to wait for uh, the spell? What do you, how do you, how you handle it? I'm going to try to get... Uh, let's see, what's my movement? Also, what, what kind of armor are you wearing? Uh, half plate. <laughs> half plate, so yeah, you would have stealth disadvantage. Oh, yeah, that's why I didn't want to stealth it. Okay, yeah, so my is 30. All right, so I'm trying to get uh, roughly about 30 feet from them to where I can kind of get to the guy within a uh, within a single action. Okay. Uh, 30 feet. Yeah, I'm still going to impose um, a disadvantage on that, but... Totally. Since the, yeah, no, since there will be a spell... Yeah, no. Um, we'll just say that when the spell goes... No, you're trying to sneak in before the spell goes off. Yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get semi close before the spell goes off, with the intent of trying to time it to where I get thirty feet when the spell goes off. Okay. Alright, so then yeah, roll me a stealth check with disadvantage. Alright, stealth check, disadvantage. And his passive perception. Yeah. Alright, so that is a thirteen. Thirteen. Believe it or not, that's gonna beat his passive. So you got lucky on that. I did. All right. So in the time span of about six seconds, a lot of things happen. All of a sudden, you just see a bright light go off. You see a cloaked figure stand up and his hands just immediately ignite into flame. Okay. He looks around. Ironically enough, the rogue rolled worse than you. So he immediately, you know, the, the cloaked figure blocks the rogue and he is just immolated. How do you wish to proceed? <laughs> Remind me who just got immolated? The rogue, the gnome. The no my They immolated short round? They immolated short round. I will look. Uh, talking is a free action, right? Talking is a free action. Okay. Do you impose word limits? No. 
Okay. I'm going to look at him. I'm going to look at my emulated friend, and I'm gonna go. We were just creating a rapport, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go for him. So, like, are you are you trying to bum rush the uh, the cloaked figure? Yes. Okay. I mean, now that I know he's seen me or us. I well, actually, he emulated. So he he made a basic attack, but only yes. attacked one person. Did it appear that the magic could have attacked multiple people? Roll me an arcana check. I was about to say, I'm probably going to have to do arcana, aren't I? Yeah. Good luck, buddy. A nine. A nine? You would have no idea. All right, bum rushing then. Bum rushing. Okay, I'm going to need you to make me a strength check. Fourteen. Fourteen? Yep. You were one off. So you are now restrained as vines go shooting out of the ground and just wrap you almost mummif- like you know, almost like a mummy. Like your arms are pinned to your side and you just face plant onto the ground. Neat trick. I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. You hear almost a it, it's halfway between a hiss and a laugh. And he just goes, <laughs> you people. Right. Oh, hold on a second there, buddy. What do you mean, you people? No, That's new. very rude. Oh, new people. My bad. My new bad. people. New people. Problem, no, sorry. Problem with accent. Problem with accent. My bad. <laughs> so, at this point, I'm going to need to do some rolling because the woman has decided that she is going to try and bum rush as well with a Warhammer. That's not a smart idea. And that, that misses... A wizard is going to try and cast Magic Missile. Let's just get this done real quick. Obviously, that hits. So, so this. And you're seeing all of this. I kind of imagine what? I've got the best seat in the house. Yeah, she does a considerable amount. From your lovely point of view, seeing two people going at it, uh, you, you would assume that the Magic Missile did uh, maybe nine points of damage, but the cloaked figure seems completely unfazed at this point. So let's roll for some initiative at this point, because surprise round over. I will state verbally. Verbally. It appears that we have underestimated, or you have underestimated your enemy. Uh, cool. That is a one, my friend. That is a one? Yep. Okay. That is a natural one with no modifier. He may go slow, but he hits hard, hopefully. Okay, that is bad luck. Okay, so the cloaked figure rolled a natural 20. Of course he did. The wizard rolled an 18, and the woman, who is also a fighter, also rolled an 18. So the cloaked figure gestures his hand towards his little campfire, and you see a little fire elemental just start like... It's like bum rush out of the fire and start running towards the wizard and fires off two little, well, they're called flame seeds, but just like tiny little fireballs straight to the wizard. And let's see if those hit. One misses and one hits. And it's just, and the wizard is not looking good. He immediately erupts into flame and just like rips off his cloak and just tosses it. And and the cloaked figure, once again, will use his action. Yeah, he sends his own fireball toward the wizard, and the wizard is out. <laughs> yeah. 
And the woman is going to look at the cloaked figure, look at the dead wizard, look at you and just go, well, good luck, and just bolt. Would you like to say anything in response to this? Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I guess there's no loyalty amongst thieves. Well spoken, sir. <laughs> okay. So you are still tied up on the ground. If you would like to make another strength check, I will allow that. You have to beat a 15. Why not? We'll make an attempt. Nine. All right, fuck it. Okay. So you said you rolled a what? A nine. A nine. All right. Yeah, no, it's not going to be good enough. I know. The cloaked figure is going to just very slowly walk up toward you and just look down at you. It's hood still up. You really can't see anything. And he pulls a dagger from his belt, right? And he, and he says, this one is really getting tired of people trying to jump him. And he's just going to reach down and he's going to start cutting your vines off of you. So why do they not like you? They think this one has something that they want. Mm, what do they think you have that's so important? I mean, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. I really don't care. I didn't get paid. I didn't get prepaid for any of this. And I mean, frankly, the more that I think about it, I don't know that we ever actually talked funds anyway. So. So, yeah, I mean, what what do they think you have? He thinks this is the fourth time that they've tried this. Maybe fifth. They never pay in advance. No. Not once. It but makes sense. You seem you seem fairly powerful, and, like, you probably kill most of the goons that they get. Yeah. First time they came with them, though. They must be desperate. Oh, so... So the... Is it the woman? Is that the one that's, like, all up on your jock or whatever? He, he just shrugs and he goes, he can only assume. I see. Come. Come, sit. You uh. clearly are not in good company with them. Perhaps some tea. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm in good company now either, but at the same time, you seem pretty all right. Hold on a moment. And I'm going to look in my, uh, in my pack or my bag. And uh, is there food in there? I want you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, a wisdom Because save. what you feel is not food. Wisdom saving throw. Ten. Not good enough. I didn't think it would be. You reach your hand in and you feel what almost feels like hair. Not I'm like a, a coconut. I'm gonna grip it. You're gonna grip it? Uh, not tight. I'm just gonna put like... I'm imagining it's like a kitten. So I'm just basically just like putting hand over the top of it. Slowly clasping my fingers around it. Being extremely okay. ginger and making sure that I do not break any anything. Like, I'm imagining this is like, like egg level of fragile. So, when you pull this out, it feels like it's about, say, 8, 10 pounds. But you immediately recognize it as a human head. Severed from the neck. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... I'm going to pull the head out. So the cloaked figure is going to look at you, look at the head and look back at you and just clock the extremely confused look that you have. Do I, do I recognize it? This has never happened before. Uh, no, you don't recognize the head. It's just a human. Thank God. 
Okay, because I was going to say, if you killed off my motherfucking parents. <laughs> Alright, so he looks at you and looks at the human head and just goes, This is the first time this has happened, isn't it? What, where like a head comes in my bread bag? Yes, that. I mean, it's not the first time, it's just not usually human. Or, well, it's not usually sentient. Like, occasionally, I will get, like, pork head or something. But, like, not, it's, not this. It's not sentient, it's a dead head. <laughs> but you did. Well, but is it a head of a sentient creature? It is a head of a sentient creature, yes. So it's not usually sentient creature head, it is usually, like, animal. Like, pig or something. You just, like, you know... Uh-huh. So I'm going to toss yeah. the head to the side, and I'm going to reach in and see if there's food in here. <laughs> okay. Um, Once you said Vargan didn't know who it was, like, huh, that's weird. Just toss all right. it off. All right, hold on. Let me get my other list then. No worries. No worries. Roll me a d20. All right. Six. Six. There is a sweet roll. Mm, nice. And yes, I made a list for your bag. That's amazing. I love that. Alrighty. <clears throat> so I'm going to put a mark next to that one. Alright. So Is the sweet roll big enough to like break in half and like... Oh and... yeah, like... Okay. For funsies, it's the size of a human head. Nice! Then uh, 100% um, I'm going to share it with, uh, with, my, with my new friend here. Okay. Uh, he reaches out a, um, a very lithe um, clawed hand, right? Heavily tattooed. With what you would assume would be like travel designs. And then, so like he, he has the half of the sweet roll and, and he, with his other hand, he, he grabs the, like the front of his hood and he slowly pulls off his head, revealing for the first time in your life, seeing a tabaxi that is completely devoid of fur. Oh God. He's like a nutsack cat. <laughs> yes, he is based after a hairless sphinx. That's it, the Sphinx. I couldn't remember their actual name. I just always called them nutsack cats. Yep. So he, he's going to gesture over by the fire. And he, he's also going to look over at the little fire elemental that is just kicking the dead wizard. <laughs> he's just going to say, uh, no, no, you're up. No, you're, you're all done. We don't No, Go home. Go home. Tenacious little the, bastard, isn't he? Yes, he is trouble. It seems. He sighs and he goes, this one has no idea how parents do it. So then the little fire elemental just walks away into the fire. And Ember sits down at the fire uh, across from wherever you sit and says, so you are looking for work? Sure, I, I could definitely get paid for doing things. This one has many things that you can do for him. Well, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much willing to do most anything, to be frank. Um, I don't have a whole lot of scruples. Um, I try to avoid, like, murdering of, like, innocent people, but, I mean, price is right, price is right. Um, but I do have singular question before I decide whether or not I want to um, hitch my wagon to you. As you wish. Why was that person trying to kill you or take whatever you had? Let me tell you a story. What do you know of this land? Um, well, 
not the whole lot. I mean, I used to live down off, down in the uh, over on the eastern side uh, in the farmlands, but only thing I've really explored is the main city a little bit, or at the very least, it's taverns and fighting pits. Hmm. Have you been to the mountains? No, just mostly down by the ocean. Hmm. Very well. This will take a while. Oh. And he begins telling you a story.